0: Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of In My Bed. My name is John. My name is Alesta and welcome to today's episode welcome to today's episode
1: I realised that I forgot to wear my hoodie before we start rolling but you know what I'm just going to roll with this t-shirt me a
0: rather timely episode though I would just say during <laughs> the time of filming but by the time of watching maybe not so timely anymore but <laughs> bear with us
1: bear with us yes. Yeah. so basically today we will be talking a little bit about the Olympics but before that follow us on twitch at twitch.tv on instagram and also in telegram if you want to get uh, updates mm. of when we hit milestones like recently we hit 6- yeah. 6,000 subscribers Like you guys so much. Uh me slash SG. We also get to find out when we go live because we go live at real yeah. timings.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we, we also live <laughs> on Twitch, uh, In case y'all don't know.
1: We also live on Twitch right now. So uh yeah. I hope you guys can join us for the next stream, which will be next week or this week where you guys see it. So with that, I think we can start going to the today's episode. We're trying to get the product placement quite faster out faster than normal. So today's episode will placement. Be... Ah.
0: So uh, product placement is <laughs>
1: Nice. What's that? Lens cap. You know what? It's just a lens cap. It's a product and we have placed it. But today's episode, we we'll be talking a little bit about the Olympics. And basically, mm. there's been a bit of a hoo-ha. I think because Joseph Schooling recently, uh, he got knocked out of the heats. He didn't make the finals. Uh, because of that, there was like a huge... Uh, I guess, there, it became two camps. So there's one camp of people who are very supportive. They were like, oh, you did your best. I remember you were going to ask Go. you It's okay we'll come back stronger. And then, there's other camp that's like, why this guy defer NS and did such a shit job? He Uh, should stop drinking my Or like,
0: (laughs) wow, last time go now, it's now 8th.
1: Yeah. and kind
0: of bullshit response.
1: Yeah, so there are two camps and um, I would say the overwhelming majority though is on the nicer side, I would say. Do you agree with that? I think overwhelmingly, Uh, people are still quite nice. Depends on?
0: It depends on where the people are commenting on or right, where That's these true. people are viewing this news. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Because there is an overwhelming majority in some of these communities, uh, in some of these echo chamber communities, I don't want to name who, but <laughs> some shady quote-unquote news pages, you know, where they will be slamming and echo chambering on like, what well, this guy, what's yeah lose, or the kind of thing and then still accuse him of nonsense like taking the government's money or like, uh, supposedly being funded but not getting results, you know?
1: Yeah, I think yeah. there's like a whole bunch of things but at least from what I see, uh, anecdotally, most people are like quite nice, like people are very, very understanding But re- and I thought mm. that was like the right way to go until recently, I read this uh, news post from Ray Yong, uh, not news post, Facebook post from Ray Yong. Ray Yong is a national mm. runner, marathon runner. So
0: Ray Yong is, yeah, Singapore's, I would, I dare say Singapore's top marathoner.
1: yeah, I, I, I don't think that's a stretch, to be honest. But I think, mm. uh, he, he brought up a point which makes me, he makes me think a little bit about today's topic, which is, are we being too nice to our athlete? Which sounds mm. very bad, but here's out. So basically, mm. Rayong was talking a little bit about, uh, we're going to link the Facebook post down below as well, so you can read it fully. But he was talking a little bit about, like, how, uh, athletes, they are supposed to perform and, uh, having people say it's okay, uh, you try your best, it's not constructive to them. Because they are supposed to perform, they're supposed to perform at their peak, and saying that mm. is not constructive. He said instead we should be giving giving criticism, constructive criticism along the way, which mm. which when I heard it, I was like, okay, actually, because John and I were once athletes, even though we might not look like we we are, we were once athletes, and we would like to think we are pretty decent at our sports at the time. And I think that the inner athlete in me understands what he's trying to say. Actually, yeah. I think it resonates quite strongly as well. So that's why we have today's topic uh are we too nice to the to our athletes but I think we can break that down to break that down even further to kind of reach the end topic I think the first topic yeah. is like uh, where's the line because we obviously know in the in the, the preamble we talked a little bit about like uh, how there are some people who are like saying that oh it's the government money it's not even true that kind of thing obviously mm. there's a very clear line of like no you don't you don't defame someone you don't personally attack someone I think that's something that everyone can get behind but what other yep. what's the line for you personally as like a sports fan and, a, and, and an ex-athlete for you as well for you
0: okay so for me right I feel that like like the key word here which you mentioned uh, is like is basically constructive criticism mm, okay I don't mind you telling me in the face especially let's say I play I I have a I did a bad play or I did a bad move that didn't benefit my team right that that was a bad move mm. or like your results are trash okay you but know?
1: does it matter how it's done
0: Be, no because those are facts okay 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 right I don't mind that as an athlete you tell me facts mm. right like oh your throw just now was shit. <laughs> Which or I've like, heard plenty uh, of times. Of course, I've heard plenty of times, right? <laughs> yeah. Or like, your 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 run just now damn slow. Or why you, this height, want to go and mock the person 20 cm taller than you. Something like that. <laughs> okay, right, yeah. Why, right? Yeah. Facts. These are facts, right? Mm-hmm. And then you'll be like, like this is constructive criticism because this why, uh, all got answer one.
1: Mm. Okay, okay. Think about
0: it. Right? Why you throw like that? Bad Two throw. reasons you throw either not good enough or yeah. why you choose to pick the risky throw. Yeah, right. Yes. Why you go and mark the guy twenty cm taller than you? Either no one else to mark. The strategy was wrong, yeah. or Just... you how nah. <laughs> There's
1: always an answer. Makes for sense. Me. Yes, there is. A... Makes, sense? Ah, makes sense. That makes sense.
0: Right. Or like a, de- a defense player, why you play offense point?
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Right? Fair enough Yeah,
0: yeah. R- nonsense like that. You so know, all the people these who are, are a bit confused.
1: Yeah, for other people who are a bit confused right now, we are talking about frisbee because you used to
0: play frisbee as oh, well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> play Whereas ultimate frisbee.
1: We, we didn't say. Yeah, we, are playing, we anyway, play ultimate frisbee. Anyway, but yeah,
0: I, I would say that most of the examples that I gave were very valid to all sports. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, they're applicable to football too. If you're a defense player, why are you playing uh, uh, up for, in the wing yeah. towards the goal? Yeah. No point, right? Yes. Right, You're out of position and this is where constructive criticism that is factual uh, is deserving. Why? You did a bad thing. You deserve the bad facts.
1: Okay.
0: Right? Then does it matter how being it's being said? said? Uh-uh.
1: Does it matter okay. how it's being
0: said though? I think how it's being said is that doesn't matter. But what matters is who is saying it. This is why mm. I think matters.
1: Okay, so elaborate a little bit more.
0: Okay, so I feel that like if it's a teammate, an opponent, or a coach, or a coach saying it, right? Mm. 100% take it.
1: Yes, I agree. 100%. 100%. Good.
0: Yeah. yeah. But if it's a fan or someone on the sidelines or an audience member, then that's a little bit less constructive.
1: Yeah, I think it's also because, like, if your teammate, there's obviously the inherent trust in the teammate. You trust that they know the game plan, you trust that they know your skill set, and they know what's mm. best for the team, and they want the best for yeah. the team, and the coach as well, yeah. or like, even uh, people who know. La. But, like, for the public, uh, it okay. Honestly speaking, if let's say a public member came and tell me like my frisbee frisbee shit, uh, I I am not losing any sleep over it. Let's just be honest. Like I'm not I'm not gonna be yeah. like I'm not gonna be like wow shit. Someone told me my frisbee shit.
0: No, but you know you must understand that would affect. Uh, maybe most people for most people, I would say I don't answer for everyone, but that would affect me, emotionally and emotionally. also offer me zero constructive actionable points. Eh?
1: That's true. That's true. It's like one of those you like they I'm tell you shit, from. but then like you you don't know why they can't tell you how to improve. Yeah,
0: it, you also get the sense that they tell you that you're shit because they just want to tell you your shit, not because they want to help you uh, tell you how to improve.
1: Yeah, and also I think it compounds a lot more, especially when you're also schooling, right? Like you're in, in yeah in, in the national spotlight, and swimming is a sport that everyone thinks that they're good at. <laughs> you know yeah. it's not like everyone it, thinks they can do everyone thinks that they can do swimming because it looks because everyone knows how to swim so like everyone it's not like let's say like water polo I think water polo people for some reason don't say as much because people think that that's a very mm. difficult sport, and it is a very difficult spot to begin with but all sports are difficult at the Olympic yeah. level so I think it's just so that like it's one of those things that people look at the swimming it's like dude I can do that why is he so slow and then
0: I call yes it a Dunning-Kruger it. I contribute this to the Dunning-Kruger you think
1: oh like it's the yeah. people... for those of you
0: that are uninitiated the Dunning-Kruger is effect, right it's people who know a little bit think they know a lot mm.
1: yes and then there's the imposter right? syndrome which is the opposite
0: right yeah imposter syndrome is the other way Dunning-Kruger is the dum-dums think they're the best
1: I agree I agree but I think so that's... it's the
0: same for football you see mm. a lot of football fans think that like yeah, this one's so easy I uh, analyse from a third person of course you analyse third person view easy right <laughs> you get to watch replays that's true you get to watch from wide angle You're not playing playing the game in first person mode. It's true. eh? When you play the game, right,
1: it's uh, at least from my experience. Like a lot of times you watch the film and you're like, oh my God, this guy was wide open. Why didn't I do it? But in the game, right, really truly, that's all you don't see a lot of things, one. And I think athletes will be able to understand as well. So uh seeing it from a third person point of view is a lot more uh difficult as compared to playing itself. If you guys are not athletes, I think a good way to think about it is like maybe like Valorant, let's say. Like you see people play Valorant, you're like, Oh my god, he's so three, he cannot aim properly, but when you play Valorant, you'll probably aim. As just as three. it's I think yeah. kind of the same like parallel if I were to say la.
0: yeah so this is what I mean by where it comes from become very important because most of the time like people outside of the immediate tournament who comment on your place yeah right if their intention is not of a coaching angle right mm. then this type of feedback is a lot of times especially the criticism kind of not useful or not not useful and not helpful
1: so do you agree with? If you if think about long. it. If
0: you are grappling with a loss, right? Yeah. Do you still need someone from the audience member be like, "Hey, you lose, eh?
1: Yeah, you did like shit, yeah. Oh, clock, you tell
0: me for what? It's like my wallet got stolen. It's like, oh my god, you got robbed, eh? So, in that sense, it's like the very like you always say, "What well, Then how is it?
1: Then how? Then how is the ultimate way <laughs> of of like of like pushing <laughs> responsibility away from myself? But like, I think then in that sense, right? Is Aren't we kind of disagreeing, with Rayon? Because Rayon say like, stop. Uh, protecting our athletes. Stop saying you did your Mm. best. But in that sense, if we see criticisms, which he he has said, give constructive criticisms, honestly, Uh. from a public perspective, they can't say much that will help the athlete because they don't know them. They don't know their training schedule. They don't know what it takes to be an Olympian. And it's not their fault. Mm. They just don't. And in that sense, then, will not it actually like, we should just be supportive because that's all we can do, really. That's the way to help them.
0: That's the thing. You see, uh, I feel that like we mentioned in our preamble uh, yeah. about how we shouldn't mollycoddle our athletes. Mm-hmm. So there's a very big difference between being hy- being critical unnecessarily, mm-hmm. right? Calling them shit, for example, saying that their, their performance is shit versus like being supportive and being mollycoddling. These are three very different things. So what's... Uh, so as an audience member, you ought not to be too hypercritical
1: yeah.
0: or, right, mm-hmm. too hyper... Hyper nice for the back of the term motherly. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: Fair enough. So what's what's the hyper motherly side as you would say Hyper
0: motherly. is the oh my god. It's okay. You know, uh, Singapore still loves you. Blah 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 blah. Once in a while, those things are fine. But trying to rally the crowd to do that is going beyond. Not really. Mm,
1: okay. Because okay. a lot of
0: times when you rally the crowd to say this kind of thing, a lot of people don't mean it. Man. if you mean it, say it. Done. Mm. Fair enough. I think same that's for so- the criticisms.
1: Yeah, I think that's also something very, very important. He said that I think Singaporeans should phrase their comments better instead of saying he drink too much Milo. We can say that he didn't do his best and can do better in the future. So would you say that's a, that's a way to, to, I guess, be not, not, not be a hater, but at the same time, still be supportive as well.
0: Well, fact, you know, you say that like he didn't do his best. Oh no, he's eight. But I'm pretty sure next time he can do better. So you see, this is very interesting because you, you are factual with your criticism. mm, mm. Can be like, oh no, why he never trained harder. I believe next time he can do better. There is still that belief in your athlete. Mm. A lot of people the issue with why we're even talking about this today is that a lot of people, right, are just quick to just shoot him down and be like, he lousy la Which yeah. I, you know it's not a stretch. Let us let's, let's let's think about it here. It's not a stretch that we know someone who would just say outright like that. Yeah. Right no. and be like and be like, ah oh yeah, he's just sweet. La.
1: Yeah.
0: A lot of people think that Which I, is, I'm sure. Yeah, which is mad, right? Which because is mad, like yeah. how can you criticize an Olympian? Mm, exactly. Right? You are you must understand that an Olympian is someone, right, who is at the pinnacle of the sport that you cannot even imagine being close to that level. Even it? if they are last
1: in the entire cohort of Olympians, right? Yeah. They are the best of the best.
0: Yeah. Even if they are last. That's <laughs> just,
1: just to put into perspective.
0: Like it, it's very hard for me it's very that's why it's it makes no sense random members of the public should just be criticising uh, without showing their support. And this uh, is the key uh, here. Okay? The key here is that yeah. Ray Young did mention about being uh, let's not molly them, let's be critical. Criticism yes. is part of being an athlete. Yes. I, I wholeheartedly agree. Mm. Right? Mm. But it cannot just be a ho- uh, a criticism
1: okay. with no
0: purpose. It has to be a criticism and then with support like the like the you stupid or, like, or like not, not say you stupid all right for this game you suck, right? <laughs> for this game, for this game, yeah. But you have my support.
1: It's like a. I think it's one of those like, uh. I mean, it's what we will wish like, like let's say we get bad grades, right? We we are mm. we we don't exactly want someone to come and say like, oh my god, you failed. It's okay, uh, failing is fine, that kind of thing. I as much as I think, my, maybe if I help some people, to me, if you tell me that. Uh, especially of someone who is very proud of my academics and proud of my academic performance. Mm. If you tell me failing is fine, I'll be like, yeah, no, it's not, it's not fine. Just straight up not fine. And I'll shut off. Exactly. And I think it's the same for Joseph schooling as well. I think that I'm not, I won't speak for him, but I think personally for me, for when, when let's say I'm an athlete and someone and I did a terrible, like I played a terrible game, if someone comes out to yeah. me and say, you did fine. It's okay. Like you're you're fine. You're you're still a you, great player. You did then, you know. Then I'm like, no, I didn't. I didn't play well. <laughs> yeah. I feel shit. Like, exactly. You, you telling me that doesn't help me. But what what it does help me is like, hey, man, tough game, tough game. Sometimes you're you're out of luck. Sometimes and you know sometimes you make some mm. bad plays here and there. But hey, we are a team. We support you. Or if let's say yeah. like, for example the academics, so let's say my parents come me and they have done this is like, oh, never mind, you did badly this time. There's always the next one. There's the next one. Think about the next one. Think about improving.
0: Correct. That's the Correct. Way that and I this would like is why become. I feel that like yeah. it, it draws back to what I mentioned about uh who says it is it is important because this follow-up is very natural uh, amongst teammates, amongst coaches, and amongst competitors. Yeah, I agree. It's the like, hey, good game, man, next season see you. That kind. Yeah. You know? Which That's is a very athlete
1: thing. thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It encourages you to channel your negativity ah, into being better.
1: It's a growth mindset. Because you also must
0: understand la. that losing is a very negative feeling. It
1: is. It is. It's tough. Yeah. Ah. I for, think for no people who don't lose.
0: play competitive sports, they may not understand how negative it feels.
1: Yeah, I agree. Because like, I mean, for me, i John, and I are both very competitive people. Uh, it mm. might not look like we are, but when when we are triggered, we can be very competitive, and uh, losing sucks, lah. Straight up. I have, I have even said to my friends before, people, when I used to play frisbee competitively, mm-hmm. I used to say, I honestly hate the feeling of losing more than I like the feeling of winning. And I think most people can agree with it. Like, it just sucks. Yeah. So I think as much as, I think it's very good. I think people, most Singaporeans have very good intentions when we try to like, say, it's okay, it's okay, it's fine. Uh, and I don't blame them also. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I just think that like, uh, maybe once in a while if someone comes out and says, Maybe I'm I'm I, I'm 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 assuming his coaches and the people close around him are probably saying what we are saying as well. It's like, hey, you try your best, tough luck. Sometimes, sometimes like this, maybe we didn't train good enough this time. Next time, mm. next four more years, we'll we'll come back again. We'll come back stronger. It's the next thing. It's always mm. a growth thing, and I'm sure that will probably help him significantly more than than if we just come up to him and say, hey, it's fine, you lost whatever, we're still proud of you, which. You know, it maybe depends on the frame of mind he's in also. Maybe it depends on when we say it. Maybe right after a thing, exactly. he probably doesn't want to talk, think too much about the next one. He probably just wants someone to tell him that it's fine, it's okay. But I think after a while, maybe you might want to, uh, maybe not we, but like maybe the coaches or whatever might at least for if our Joseph's coaching, I want that lah. But I think going back to the whole public thing, I think, uh, I find it very interesting how Singaporeans feel like they have such a huge ownership over our athletes. Like I think it manifests in a very it can manifest in good ways. Like we are very proud of like let's say Jonathan. Like uh yeah Jonathan like the diver. He's he's diving tomorrow mm-hmm. as we as we are as we are filming Honestly, this.
0: honestly, yeah. Honestly, I'm just gonna yeah. put it out there that most people don't know who he is. Most so, people don't know. I, I want to contend your point about us being taking ownership with about our athletes. Oh okay oh. okay so what do you think? Okay. We are a very culturally shitty society.
1: <laughs> Even for our athletes?
0: I'm just going to put it out there. Like our society is very culturally shitty and I'll explain why. Okay? For our athletes, right, we don't take ownership unless they win and if they lose, we jettison them then quickly.
1: That's true. I agree. That one, I
0: agree. So they are in our minds right, very expendable. Even though we have the highest expectations of them. Damn shit one. Singaporean is like it.
1: Mm, I think I think that's what I think that's what the point I was gonna make. I say I, I actually view it as more of like we because there's so few Olympians in Singapore from Singapore, right when it does happen, most of the time we take like a lot of ownership over them. So it can manifest in good ways. Like if they win, right, we will get super extreme national pride. Which is what yeah. Joseph schooling gave us when in 2016, like yeah. that was a high that a lot of Singaporeans will never get to experience, may never get to experience yeah. ever again. And mm. but at the same time, when it's a low, like the Joseph schooling thing, people get unnecessarily low because they feel yeah. super invested in these people, and they feel like maybe they owe, like almost like the athletes owe them something, and it doesn't, exactly. it doesn't help. Like Joseph schooling went through the whole NS deferment thing, so a lot of people already like mm. not a lot of people. Here's the thing: I think there are a lot of people on online that have been saying that like, "Oh, why Joseph schooling? Like, uh, he he skip and he can skip NS then come back like Olympics, never get go, I think go back NS lah. That I feel yeah. like it's very, it's always coming for the people who don't understand the athletic world,
0: and exactly, and you also see, let, really let me, enough coming for before the people you continue. who might not even
1: finish NS, you know? By the way, continue, yeah.
0: Before you continue, I just want to put this in, in pe- to, to, for people who are listening to think. Uh. Yeah. Hey, think about it. I see Joseph Schooling, right? Is our gold medalist in mm. 2016, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then for a good five years until 2021, right? He's always gold medalist, Joseph Schooling,
1: mm. right? Yes, yes.
0: And in 2021, August, within a few seconds, the whole country abandoned him. Eh.
1: Whole country.
0: Just, I'm just going to say whole country, but people are be like, no, no, no. Let's not be nitpicky here and be real here. The whole country has abandoned Joseph Schooling as a gold medalist.
1: I think, Because yeah. of a
0: poor showing that happened within less than, what, two minutes? Within less than two minutes, huh? huh? Yeah. Because of what happened on a television, it undid five years of love for an mm. individual because... Singaporeans are trash like what I said you see we want the results then we take ownership this gold medalist is our people our people yeah exactly if they cannot then they jettison oh why uh, never serve NS and they still never win a copy right the weird thing
1: is that we have said this in a preamble before before I wrote the cameras as well but we said uh, weirdly enough it's always the people who aren't serving NS they are saying that because the people who are serving NS I, I'm willing to bet and if I'm willing to bet that most people who are serving NS don't give a shit like we just straight up don't care because people have people are serving NS have better things to worry about. Let's, let's be frank here, we have other things to worry about as well. So, when enough, the people who say like why he now serve NS and being hard up over it, aren't the ones that mm. are naturally affected by it. At least from what I see, uh, I mean, Daryl also says when schooling goes when schooling goes back to NS, it's up to the authority to decide. I think our netizens have no mm. say no say in this, and I agree with that. But I think because we have such a high ownership with our athletes. Which I we have said that it might be a good thing when it's a good thing it's like a super huge high, but when it's a bad thing, we cannot we don't handle it well. It's just it's just like a bound to happen kind of thing because in every athletic Mm, 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 there's an mm. up and down, and I think another factor that we that I was thinking about just before like this episode, a lot of people like maybe might compare it to like let's say if you do a poor job at your poor job in your own like day day job. Let's say you are an accountant and you did a terrible accounting job. People will scold you, people will say you're stupid, and people might even fire you. And they say, like, if mm. that's, that's, then shouldn't we treat our athlete that way? And I, I, I was thinking about that comparison as well. And at first I thought, like, okay, that's quite a fair comparison. But at the same time, I also think that, like, the way I think about athletics, especially for the Olympics, is that every four years they only have one showing. So really, your yeah. well, job only happens once every four years. And the exactly. rest of the four years, right, people don't see you doing your job. Correct. They just see What about it all the one? other
0: games and all the other trainings and all the yeah. other tournaments that you may or may not have been a part of? Yeah. People not interested in those things. What exactly. you, does any of these let me let me just put it out there that you don't any of these people that comment a couple about Joseph Schooling, right? Right? Yeah. Throughout the five years, do they know what he, he has done? Yeah. Probably not.
1: No, probably not. I mean, they they right. probably knew about the C games thing. Then he gained a bit of weight. Then people were like, "Oh my god, he's so fat now!" As he has to go back and less, that kind of thing, the typical hateful stuff, la. And but other than that, you don't see his work. You don't see his day to day. You don't see how he trains. You only see the two minutes of it. And whether or not that's fair is also another part of argue, argument. The whether it's fair to just uh determine athletes like success based on achievements, is. Uh, I think a lot of people have different opinions as well, but I think uh, maybe maybe a good way you can think about it is that you know uh, sometimes you just mess up, and and the weird thing is that if you are in our day to day job, that sometimes because we do that our day to day to day job every day, when we do mess up, it doesn't look as bad. But when mm. an athlete mess up in there it it happens once every four years, so that mess up looks significantly bigger than than what our job would be. So.
0: Yeah, exactly. I
1: do think that uh we might be a bit too harsh on him, lah. Personally, I think the very thing. I understand from a uh, athlete point of view, uh, why we mm. might be a bit too nicer. But personally, I actually think that uh, from a public, right, there is nothing much more that the public can necessarily say, other than it's okay keep a chin up, boy. Like there's really nothing much else that we can say that can make it better slash. If it, even not, if even if you constructively criticize him, there's nothing much you can constructively criticize him for because you don't know the spot well enough to know. Yeah, no. So, but
0: like the easiest way a fan can constructively criticize is the yeah. very, you know what, uh, you lost. Keep your chin up. We're with you until the next four, next four years later. You know, that's the easiest. That's the easiest way, lah.
1: Yeah, but personally, I think let's go back to the question: like, are we too nice to our athletes? Why don't uh, why don't we just go back to that question and answer it once and for John do you mm, think mm. we are too nice to our athletes
0: I think uh, we are both too nice may not be the right way to say it I yeah, think hey. we are too nasty
1: you think you are too nasty oh yeah. okay okay in what way
0: so do you agree with Ray Young, the... actually I agree with Ray Yong. Hmm? but we are too nasty in the sense that like a lot of people on social media, which usually has the biggest impact on people's impressions of themselves and their performance, right, is yeah. we are way too nasty to our athletes. Because our athletes are, are do not deserve the kind of treatment that happened after the biggest sport stage in the world. Mm. They do not deserve that.
1: Especially when they have worked so hard, and some of them, okay, so for the people who don't know, not very familiar with Singapore athletics, like a lot of them are taking. They have a full time job on the side. They are doing athletics on the part time. Mm, mm, and mm. like I know, because I follow, I used to play water polo in secondary school. And I used to share. I I once in a while will go to like the national team trainings. And it's always like late at night. when it's like they start at nine. I'll do until like eleven. Sometimes like eight to eleven or eight to twelve that kind of thing. It's like eight pm. I mm. way, not in the like am. Eight pm to twelve am because they have they have a job otherwise. So they are almost sem- like they are like semi professionals for the most part, like Some athletes are full time, but a lot of athletes are they have their own full-time job as well.
0: I mean, based on who I know Ray Young as, which is the best indicator because he's probably the top, right? Yeah. He's the top of his game, playing at the highest uh, stage, running for Singapore. The thing is, there are, there's no real such thing as a full-time athlete in Singapore. Uh, I mean, Joseph Schooling, is he a full-time athlete? This one, I'm not too sure we can, we can do a little bit of searching, but basically yeah. based on Ray Yong, right? They do have to work part-time jobs. Or rather, they are full-time working and they are part-time athletes. Yes. And like a lot of these athletes, right, get a prize bounty every time they they get a medal.
1: Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep.
0: Which is very very lucrative. They want very very impressive to get. Yes. But other than that, right, their income usually comes from sponsors doing sports uh sports kind of jobs.
1: Yeah. I agree.
0: Or if they're influencer enough, then they're doing sponsorships. Yeah, like,
1: Raeong is also working part time at at TSL. Uh,
0: Rayong, yeah. He's, he's a. Was working full time at TSL.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's tough. I think there is, uh, there's also maybe a little bit of a unfair expectation, also. I think going back to the, are we too nice to our athletes? I do think that, okay, I, I do think that if the athletes, all they hear around them is, it's okay, it's okay. It's probably not very constructive. And I do agree with you yeah. in that sense. Like, uh, from athlete's point of view, you don't want to, you don't want to hear yes men around you all the time. Like, especially if you want to be at the peak of your sports. And I'm sure those people who are Olympians want to be at the peak of sports. They don't need us to tell them that they want to be because they're Olympians mm. and they, they take pride in their work and they, they pride in their, in their skill set. So. Yeah. I'm sure they feel that they don't want yes men. They don't want people to just tell them it's okay. But. At the same time, like, I think from the public's point of view, like, from us, I, I frankly don't know a thing about competitive swimming. swimming, And I think 99% of the people probably don't know anything about competitive, competitive swimming either. So I, I think that if you were to err on the side of, on any side, either being the too nasty side or the too, uh, nice side, I'd rather you err on the too nice side. I think that is a lesser, lesser evil than the too nasty side, especially for, if you were an, a public member, if you are a coach, or whatever, you don't need to be watching this podcast because you, I'm sure you're doing your job great. But if you are a public member, which most of you are, uh, I'd rather you go in and say it's okay. You're all right. Rather than why you drink so much Milo and never an S. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just, I think, uh, maybe too nice is not the right word. Uh, I will say, like I say that, uh, we, if anything, we are. Too mean, I know for the majority of people, they are very nice, at least from what I see. But uh, just that few mean people, it can really bog you down, especially if you're Joseph schooling on such a huge national stage. Mm. Uh, I think it can just like a few people like saying the same thing can really bog you down quite a bit. So in that sense, like even if it's like one or two people who are super nasty, it might be one or two too much lah. That's yeah. my opinion.
0: And, and it's very tough because you must understand, you see, this is where I have to put it I, before we conclude this and you know to talk about it, right? Joseph mm. Schooling, right, is a very young man. Mm. He is. Right. He and is. you can, after his showing at Rio 2016, right? Yeah. You cannot you you as a person who is a gold Olympian, mm-hmm. you can never shake off the feeling that the whole Singapore is looking at you. I
1: I yeah we can't we can't say that we Think understand but I no I can but like imagine. okay
0: but I want you to explore this train of thought with with me and Lester because both yes. of us have has, has done experienced this before. When we play Frisbee, we have this thing called universe point, which is the final point. And if we're playing universe point and we're on the line, right? Oh.
1: The,
0: you can feel the whole team is staring and counting on you. Right? Yes. yes. Same. Schooling will have um the whole will feel that pressure of having the whole country sort of counting on him. Mm. You get what I mean? Yes. And that's yes. where I feel that on social media, right? People can be people who are too mean uh, will push him down very far because like not only is this young man understanding that understand shouldering the pressure of all Singaporeans looking at him, now because of a bad showing on this universe point, the whole country. Has a large portion of people abandoning him.
1: Yeah, I think universe point for the people who don't know other is like basically the in the basketball is the final shot right before the buzzer. It's the clutch, the clutch time, right? Is it's the time to perform. It's that one point mm. and where really like it's as pressurizing as it gets. And if I feel the pressure from a JC tournament, which frankly speaking mm. is not. Anything in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't mean anything. If I feel that pressure, much less I, I can I can only imagine like how Joseph Schooling is feeling la. that one yeah where that, that one swim and the whole nation's mm. hopes and dreams are on you. It's not something yeah. easy for a young person to handle. So, exactly. If anything, I'll rather people be super nice to him, uh, maybe even overly nice to him help ease that a little bit because and as an athlete right you 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 naturally be very hard yourself it's, it's yeah. just part of part of it and there's a reason exactly why he's as and it's part of your like.
0: training you know other people around you your peers are probably going to be hard towards you as well your coach is not going to let you off
1: yes so I think that uh, I mean just to wrap it up a little bit it's quite a short episode but I think it's still uh it's, I mean it's quite a fun topic for us to discuss because we we are we are quite close into the athletic world at least in the past i think uh just to wrap it up as i said i rather people be too nice than mean mm. and uh to answer the question are we being too nice i i i say uh it's a lesser no. evil and i say no yeah it's true so john is there any other final words you want to tell the audience our lovely lovely audience
0: Final words would be very simple. Uh, I mean, you know, you all understand that uh, being an athlete at that level is really difficult. And if you truly understand how difficult it is, show him your support. Encourage him for the next Olympics. That is what I feel all athletes need right now. Uh, By the time this video is out, we will find out whether Singapore will bring home any medals or not. But, you know, for those of you that are watching live, I would like to say tomorrow 2pm, Jonathan Chan is diving. The last event for Team Singapore.
1: Yes.
0: Go and support him. I mean, support all of them. If they don't bring home anything, encourage them to come back in four years.
1: It's the next one. Yeah, it's on to the next. And uh, I mean, the growth mindset as well. If you can help. To uh, remind them a little bit as much as I don't, maybe they don't read it, but like, if they do, it might help them as well. And if there's mm. any athletes watching, first of all, hi, thank you so much for watching. Yeah, hi. Uh, Joseph a schooling.
0: If you'd like to get on this show, <laughs> let us know. I hope
1: we don't scare, we didn't scare you with the title or anything. Uh, I, I, we really appreciate you, uh, uh, putting, like, representing Singapore in such a, uh, international level. I, we, under, we, we can't say we understand the pressure, but we can only imagine and we really respect you for that. Mm. Uh. So you have an
0: inkling. That's have,
1: about it. We have a little bit of, we had a taste, yeah. uh, but yeah. the taste was enough to make, make us realize that probably doing it internationally is pro- not going to be very uh, smooth sailing. La. So thank you so mm. much for doing what you do and training as hard as you do. And hopefully, even if you didn't mellow uh, hof- uh, just look forward to the next one and we look forward to seeing what you do next. Yep. And with that, thank you so much for today, for watching today's episode, this week's episode of IMO. Uh, we'll be mm. streaming on Twitch this Thursday already this Thursday. Join us at t.me slash SG to get some updates or whenever the episodes come out or when we stream. That's right. And with that, thank you guys so much for watching. See you guys next week. Thank you for watching. Stay safe.
0: Yeah. Those on Twitch, stay here. We're still here. Bye.
1: Bye.